How's it going? Pink Cloud Nine here. Pink Cloud Nine podcast show. Uh, how are you doing today, everybody? Uh, I have a special guest for you. He's really super cool. Uh, before we start, let's talk about Pink Cloud Nine. What is Pink Cloud Nine? Pink Cloud Nine is a recovery term, recovery from mental health and addiction recovery. I've been in recovery for four years. Yes, I've been sober and going to therapy and taking my pharmaceuticals, non-narcotic, for four years. And it's a good thing I have because otherwise I'd be a danger to y'all. Anyway, um, today we have a special guest, the one, the only author, Jonathan Gatsby. Hey! How's it going? Going good yourself? I'm doing good. I'm excited about the new year. You know, trying to get this 2020 out of here. Mm -mm. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, yeah, just excited that it's almost over and that uh, we all, you know, a lot lot of us survived. Not all of us, but a lot of us survived. Thank goodness. So, here we go. Uh, The name of the book that we are talking about today is "The Beasts and the Four Demigods." That is awesome. I love fantasy. I love, you know, and I love that it's also, like, not um, a super long book. Like, if I hear that a book is more than 500 pages, I shut down. I get overwhelmed because of my dyslexia. And I'm like, ooh, I can't do it. So, uh, anyway, we'll talk about that. But tell us about this awesome book. Well, uh, this book is called The Beast and the Four Demigods. And what it is, basically, um, I tied all the deities together. Um, and which, uh, I found, uh, I did a lot of studying over the years, and I found a lot of connecting points. Okay. And I, I actually grew up in the church, and, uh, and my dad's a pastor, so a bunch of my uncles. And so, you know, reading the Bible was, you know, always happening, you know. Sure. And, you know, in doing so, um, I found some verses in there that caught my attention. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one verse uh, indicated that Apollo, that Abaddon, that it says that uh, Angel Abaddon was known as Priest of Apollyon. So I looked that up, and that's one of Apollo's names. Okay. And uh, so I looked the description up, and they had the exact same description. Hmm. And I said, oh, okay. And so I saw a couple other verses, like one another verse said, you worship the angels and don't even know it. And uh, so, uh, and so, uh, Went through it and I found other stuff, and then I went to Greek mythology and I found Lucifer, uh, mm-hmm. and I found a few other, you know, uh, angels mentioned in the Bible in Greek mythology, and then so I saw, so I looked in a few more and I started noticing characters from each different religion mm-hmm. were mentioned in other uh, mythologies or religions, mm-hmm. and so I said, oh, I can tie this together, um, and so what I did, I made all the uh, the deities such as like Thor, Odin, uh, Ra. Yeah. Uh, the, the Roman gods, the Egyptian gods, you know, Greek, all that. I, I made all of them, uh, even, you know, Hawaiian gods, all of them. Um, I have them as deities that, that fought against uh, God and heaven, mm-hmm. the creator. And uh, so, you know, they, they had a great war in the Bible. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the angels here on earth were considered the fallen angels from heaven. And so uh, what I did was tie them all together. Cool. Oh, man, I'm excited now. So tell us, uh, <laughs> when was this published? Uh, this version was just published this year. Um, I published one in 2018 okay. and, uh, the editor, you know, uh, 
Sure. And so I had to pay a cheap editor, and uh, there was a lot of stuff missed. And so, uh, okay. And so I had to, you know, had to, had to pull it. I got a lot of good reviews, um, but uh, one review stood out. Um, I had five reviews on it uh, in two months. Mm-hmm. I sold a lot. Of, I sold maybe uh, 400 copies or something like that in two months. And um, mm-hmm. I had five good reviews on Amazon and one bad one. Yeah. Bad one was by the editor. And I had already caught that. And so I kind of was like, ah, I don't want to get a bad name for bad editing you know, my book. So I pulled the book back. And uh, I had to wait two years to find a job that had allowed me to make enough money to pay a decent editor. Wow. And I finally found Emily Gleason. And uh, okay. she was really good. She's probably the best editor cool. I've ever seen. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, you know, it's hard to uh, listen or hear or read re- bad reviews about oneself. But like, mm-hmm. you know, when I made the decision to be in the public eye, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to take it all good or bad. Okay, because people exactly. are going to talk. And people, yeah. and if people... And it, and if you have one person that's saying, oh, you're terrible for whatever you do, whatever the case may be, they're giving you more publicity because they're talking about you kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so... And, and critical advice is not bad advice. It's just, sure. you know, if it's true, it's true. Sure, and, uh, sure. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, if I, if I already caught it, so I was kind of disappointed. But then I'm getting all these good reviews. Like, well, maybe nobody noticed. Uh, and bam, hit. We noticed. They thought. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You know, you did what you did, and uh, you know, you you have this uh, passion for the the story and the. So, what genre is it found under? So that we can look it up. Uh, it's fantasy fiction. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe I also listed it under. I listed under fantasy fiction. Mm-hmm. Um. Young adult, and um, there was one other genre because it makes you it makes you list three genres, and I'm trying to remember what the other one was. Um, I kind of just ran pictures. I think I think I picked action or something about dragons. Cool, uh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I love it. Love but, it. Uh, when they get it too, they got to make sure they get this cover. Um, yeah, this because position. Amazon's refusing to take the first one down because people are still buying it. I guess. Hmm. And so uh, they refuse to take it down until it stops being a demand. Well, got to roll with the punches. I'm telling you, I've had some trouble with Amazon uh, Prime because they see this right here. We just released this movie, Bad Bad Bitch. And so they don't want that word in the in, in the title in their, you know, roster. So Amazon Prime was like, okay, no, y'all have to type a change the name type of thing. And the producers like, uh-uh. You know, so we went another oh, yeah. direction. You know, uh, I yeah, love man, Amazon. Man. I love Amazon. I love Goodreads. I love this. I love that. But yeah. uh, you know, they have their standard, and that's totally acceptable, right? What can oh, you yeah. do? Oh, what yeah. can you do? What can you do? Uh, okay, cool. So tell me, how long have you been writing for? Like since you were young, teenage, young adult. Well, I normally tell people I'm um, seventeen. That's not actually true. Um, when I started writing, I guess, uh, it was, um, I transferred schools a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, two teachers in the exact same year were the two that got me interested in reading and writing. 
Miss um, Norton at uh, at Nordell Elementary. Mm. Uh, she introduced me to a lot of the books that I loved, was like John Tremaine, uh, mm. Time Enough for War, Time Enough for Drums, um, uh, Witch of Blackbird Pond, stuff like that. And, you know, um, I, I used to look forward to, I used to hate school when I was kids, but mm. I used to look forward to going to school just to go to her class to hear her read those stories. Mm. And uh, cool. so I got interested in reading that year, and then I transferred from Norio to Hunter Elementary. This is on Alaska. And um, at Hunter, I had Miss Dolan. And again, she introduced me to some other books. And uh, I'm actually still trying to find some of the books from her class. I can't remember the name of one of them. Though, really good. <laughs> and um, so she got me to introduce me to reading too. And then coincidentally, I had Miss Dolan again when I was in, when I was in uh, middle school. Mm-hmm, okay. um, she transferred schools and she was teaching at, uh, at Ryan Middle School. Mm-hmm. And then she gave us all a writing assignment. And uh, that was the first time I ever wrote a uh, story. And uh, she said to keep them short. And I remember I just wanted to keep writing because I got, I got into the story and I wanted to keep writing. Mine did be in like five pages, something like that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I wanted to do more, but I was like, no. And uh, so, I, you know, I put it down and turned it in. And she gave me a good grade and said it was a really good story. Wow. And um, so when I actually started writing, though, um, from that time, you know, uh, I started getting kicked out of school a lot, uh, sure. getting in trouble, a lot of fighting. Um, kids used to try to... Uh, I wasn't the I, I wasn't the way I am now. <laughs> Kids used to try to bully me because uh, uh, I used to keep myself. Okay. And uh, I, I always was able to fight, but I never would fight most of the time. And uh, mm-hmm. and I guess it was one day in middle school, I just kind of snapped and I started fighting. Um, and uh, from that point, I just kept fighting and kept fighting and kept fighting. Right, right. And uh, so I was getting expelled a lot, getting in trouble a lot. Most of the time when I fought, though, I, was, I was helping somebody else out. Sure. Like maybe a kid was getting bullied or something like that, mm-hmm. or, you know, or something like that. And so, uh, you know, I, I would be the one to get in trouble for it. Um, and so uh, I would get and started getting in trouble and arrested. Uh, and uh, one year at Lathrop High School, um, you know, I'm not going to give details about the incident, sure. but uh, uh, there was a kid there who's who's over a certain group mm-hmm. of people. Sure. And uh, they were threatening to shoot um, the, a lot of people in the starting with me. And so I beat the kid up uh, right in the school uh, premises and hurt him, and uh, I got arrested for it. Oh, and so yeah. I was in juvenile, and uh, I remember I was in juvenile, and uh, there was uh, not too many books left on the shelf. Uh, the correction officers, uh, they, uh, pr- they're pretty nice guys. The correction officers, they're real nice guys. Mm. Um, they looked out for everybody. You know? uh, there was a... Was uh, Mr. Green? So I still keep in contact with Mr. Green. Um, mm, and uh, Mr. Cooper, and there was uh, Mr. Harrison. Never make a basket. You know, he's shooting this and say, oh, it's still right on target. Right, <laughs> but, right. uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, they all, you know, helped out. Uh, they, they took me to the library to get a book, and there was no books in the secondary box. Because all, all the other books were checked out. Yep, yep. And prior to that, I never wanted to read her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I was like, ah, what the heck? So I, so I grabbed one of the books. I actually grabbed book number two first, oh, wow. uh, The Chamber of Secrets. I read that, and I liked it. I was like, mm, I like this. So I went back, and the other book that was there was, was the uh, Sorcerer's Stone first. Mm-hmm. So I read that one. So I read book two and then one. Now I read book four and then book three. <laughs> Love it. And, uh, and I liked them a lot, but the series was over. And, uh, yeah. uh, not, well, it wasn't over, but it, those are the only four books they had. Right. So I thought it was over. And, uh, so I was like, shoot, uh, you know, uh, when I, when I read, 
uh, it's hard to explain. Uh, I, I stopped seeing the words and I started seeing it like a movie. Uh, so I'm actually seeing visuals as I'm reading. Right. And, um, you know, I get lost in it. And I'm kind of like in that movie Soul. <laughs> you know, you get lost. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, yeah, and so I decided, you know, um, if I can escape, you know, the, uh, the the realities of stuff, you know, being in a prison cell, you know, not prison cell, but, you know, jail cell, and, uh, you know, escape life outside of that, you know, um, by reading, how much more could I do by writing? Yeah. You know, and, and then the story doesn't have to end. I can make it go as long as I want to. Awesome. That is so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that story uh, and, you know, being transparent. A lot of people have issues with opening up and telling telling other people about their, you know, past. And, you know, I mean, I've been in jail, you know. It sucks. And that's exactly why I don't drink or do drugs anymore. Because if I did, I would end up in prison. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> So, anywho, um, all right, so let's get personal. Tell me about some hobbies that you indulge in. Some hobbies? Uh, this is more of a career than a hobby. Okay. But it's one of my favorite things, one of my favorite things to do. Uh, I had a job as a, as a, I started off as a, as a wine taster. I'm not tasting, but, you know, before. Yeah. Um, when I was in California, and um, I loved doing it so much. Uh, my job, I was working at Save Mart, and they had sent me to the Sacramento State Fair. Mm. pour wine for our company okay. and I was so good I had lines <laughs> that they were lining up to, to wait for me for them because um, it's not like in most cases in most cases they want you to pour two ounces into a glass sure. um, or in some cases if they're standing they only want you to pour one ounce mm -hmm. one ounce of the glass to taste <laughs> um, they were doing it they were saying fill the glass up oh. and um, so what I could do I could pour the whole thing in one pour and without stopping without mm. slowing down I could stop it right as it fills to the point where it's not even an a, a air bubble. Mm. And some mm. people love that, so they were lining up mine. And then um, the other thing that I fell in love with was um, took me two days to do it, but uh, I'm pretty good at figuring people out. Mm -hmm. And by the third day, I could tell by the time of day it was, by the by the age of the person that was coming, I could guess what wine they would want. Nice. Uh, and so you got uh, what it was, you got to taste three wines. Um, and uh and out of those three wines, you know, you, you, if they wanted to, if one really hits them, they, they could buy a bottle. Mm -hmm. And so I would give her, I would cheat sometimes. Uh, I'll give them three, and I'll say, well, if they didn't pick one of the three that I thought they might want, uh, I'll say, well, why don't you try this? And they can buy a bottle. And I give them an extra one of something I suggest, and then normally they'll buy it. <laughs> that's, and so uh, that's they, started cool. calling, they started calling me the wine whisperer. Right. right. <laughs> and, then so, and then so I went from there to Washington. And that's where I really fell in love with it, uh, because I went from being just a wine pourer to actually making the wine uh, at Toulouse Winery. Nice. And there's actually some wine that I made uh, coming out uh, this year coming up. Um, and that uh, at that winery, um, even though I, uh, I love foreign wine and making wine, I didn't like a lot of wines. Uh, I hate that oak taste, oak and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at this winery, their wine doesn't have that old taste. Mm. Uh, it's actually very good. They got one called the Black Pearl. It um, uh, it, it goes down as it goes down, it warms up as it goes down to your mm -hmm, body. Mm -hmm. And then instead of an odi aftertaste, it has an aftertaste of like it tastes like a raspberry, uh, yeah. a raspberry aftertaste as it's going down. I, I love that. One. And That's it's cool. nothing but grapes. We didn't put nothing in other grapes. That's cool. Totally. No, I remember those days. 
<laughs> very yeah, clearly, yeah, very clearly. Cool. So you still, uh, you still do that? Um, you still dold in that? Anytime I go to the island, it's on Bachelor Island. Anytime I go to the island, uh, I, I, can, I can go there. Awesome. So uh, we've come to the end and conclusion. uh, So let me just give you the opportunity to let us all know where to find your awesome book and where to find you, how to find you, how to get in touch with you, and you know all that wonderful fun stuff. Okay. Uh, Basically, um, you can find it on any site that uh, they sell books on. Yeah. So whether it's Abe's books, Apple books, uh, Water books, uh, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, mm-hmm. anywhere you can order um, a book from, you can, you can order my book. Um, and the only catch is you got to make sure it's this cover, okay. uh, this cover right here, because the other cover um, is the older version. Yeah. Um, and there's also a second book out to that one. That, that one's called Force in the Heaven's War, mm-hmm. and so they're both published right now. Cool. And, uh, all right, so, yeah. all right. <laughs> well, I've had so much fun having you here. It's been a pleasure. Um, I'm just excited to read your story, the story of the Beast and the Four Demigods. Um, and remember to get the correct version. And they're, uh, it's available on Amazon, Goodreads, uh Anywhere a book can be sold, Barnes and Noble. So make sure you get Jonathan Gatsby's The Beast and the Four Demigods book. Thank you so much for being here, and you have a happy new year. You too. too. Thank you. All right, thank you. Hey, guys. uh, Thank you for being at the Pink Cloud 9 podcast and show. Remember, no cyberbullying, no bullying, no being mean, no being awful to people. And make sure that you be kind to other people and be kind to yourself as well. Love you, love you. Take care.